What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the First Offense audio installment. This is episode 29 and I just got finished watching Chastain wreck the whole field and Elliott get his third win of the season at Atlanta. We got a ton of stuff to talk about from Hamlin and Chastain going at it, Elliott's last lap block and how Atlanta raced overall. It was definitely a lot different probably because of the heat in the track, but it had a ton of action, it just had a lot of wrecks too, so... We'll get into it, but first, like we usually do, we'll go over the standings and see what change and everything with that. Well, first off, obviously, Elliott only gained on his lead. Um, He won both stages and the race, so he's up 47 in first. Ryan Blaney and Ross Chastain are practically tied for second, just separated by three points with Blaney in second. Then you got Larson in fourth, and then that's where there's a huge separation. He's 53 behind Chastain. Then Kyle Busch is 64 points behind Chastain in third, and he is 11 points behind Larson in fourth. So um, Larson and Kyle Busch have some work to do if they want to get up there and try to score some playoff points at the end of the season in Daytona, and they definitely can. They got some of their best tracks coming up, which I think they can take advantage of, like New Hampshire and Richmond, Michigan tracks like that but I think the road course is for Kyle Busch he needs to find something if he wants to get back up on the points in the points higher up in the point standings then you got Truex who is in six he gained one position in the standings him and Kyle Busch just took advantage of Joey Logano wrecking so they were both able to pass him Christopher Bell's in eighth he's been there for a while now along with Alex Bowman and Harvick Byron keeps dropping down all the way to 11th. Another rough day for him. He hasn't had a top 10 in... He's had one top 10 and now 11 races. So that team's just really been struggling. I mean, they ha- they can win. He went up there. He led some laps. He looked okay. But Kevin Harvick, 10th. Um, good for him. He is pe- past Eric Elmerola even more now. So... He's looking to get in the playoffs off of that. He's currently out, actually. He is down minus 18 below the cut line behind Christopher Bell. And next week, I think Christopher Bell runs really good at New Hampshire, but Kevin Harvick does too, so who knows what will happen with that. Ryan Blaney's up 131. Now that I'm on the subject of the playoffs, I'll just mention that Blaney is in 14th. Three above the cut line, up 131, and Truex is up 62 and 15th. Alright, back to the regular playoffs. We got Elmerola 12th. He could definitely win at New Hampshire. We saw him do it last year. Austin Tindrick 13th, Reddick 14th, Suarez 15th, Kurt Busch 16th, Jones 17th, Briscoe 18th. With a win, but he's been running pretty bad. Blaine Hamlin's all the way down to 19th. Yeah, I think that's about it for that. I don't really have anyone else to mention. Let me check how many top fives Chastain has. Because he got another. He has 10 top fives. Wow. That's more top fives than a lot of drivers have top 10. So, pretty good for him. Another top five. He, I really think that the rivalries he's making is not going to help him in the postseason, meaning come playoff time. He obviously spun Hamlin and 
when they interviewed Hamlin after, Hamlin kind of seemed like he thought that Chastain knew if Hamlin got in front of him that it would have probably slowed Chastain way down and hurt his positioning. I guess just his running position. So he felt like, I think he thinks Chastain is just flat out dumping him at this point and just doing it on purpose. I mean, what it's the when he what he did at Gateway, he just I don't think he misjudged the corner. Or I don't even know if he was like going for a bump, failed bump and run. He just flat out dumped him. So I think Hamlin pretty much has every right to feel that Chastain is just wrecking him at this point. I mean, he's kind he's not ruining Hamlin's season, but he's just hurting it a lot more than. Like, Hamlin's already way down in 19th. He has two wins, but he was running good at Gateway, and his teammate Bush came in second, and then he was looked okay at times here. Could have had a great finish, but Chastain again got in the way. And then the other thing was Chastain basically caused that first wreck, and that took out a ton of good cars too, so guys are going to be looking at that, knowing that Chastain costs them all these points, shots at races, and just every race he does something. It's usually multiple times a race too. He had Eric Almirola really mad at him. Uh, let me play that. He just he was putting his right headlight out and getting big runs, and then just pushing guys like out of control. I mean, Truex got loose, and he just did not want to lift. I just don't understand it. All right, especially on lap 100, like he's racing for the win. Not even halfway through the race, he's taken out some of the best cars. Just all the time, cars are spinning off his nose. Last week. Larson dumped him, and just everyone's sick of him. Let's go back and listen to the shin car, America Amarola. They told Ross that we were frustrated. Like, yeah, I felt him pushing us, but he's like, I'm just doing all I can, you know? He's an idiot, and he knows it. Good for him, good for him. We'll be fine. He better hope I don't see him at food line. So, yeah, I don't know if that was... It didn't really sound like El Marola. It might have been his crew chief, but just another guy he's making mad, and this peop, no one's going to... At super speedways, no one's going to help him. No one's going to cut him a break anywhere. He's just pretty much going to have to win at least a few races in the playoffs, in my opinion. I don't think he'll be able to point his way in. I think you got to go out there and win one because no one, especially in the playoffs, no one is going to cut you a break after this. Like You're going to get used up at every track. So your best bet is to just win and then just scratch the other two races in each round because it's just I don't see him being able to point his way in if someone can wreck him to get in if Hamlin is on the cutoff and needs to get someone is down by a ton and needs Chastain's 30 above and he can wreck him and then get in at a roval or at the roval or whatever then Hamlin's probably gonna do it surprisingly when they finally caught Hamlin he was like pretty calm I I mean, I thought he would be a lot more mad. He just, he basically just said, um, these things just sort themselves out. So I think what he means is he's just going to wreck him at some point. I mean, he's going to have plenty of chances to do it. There's just, we're only halfway through the season, ton of races to go. And I think at this point, Denny probably feels like he owes him a few payback. So if that's the case, then he's probably going to wreck him a few times or just any chance it's convenient for him, he'll just spin him off his nose. Anyways, moving on to the last um, lap block that Elliot made on the Joy. I thought it was fine. 
I mean, it's super speedway racing. Like, run just comes so fast. It's like Elliot knows he cannot give up that position. So I don't think when the the like the bubble of making that block is that small, he's not gonna take the chance at letting Corey LaJoy go. He's gonna go for the block every time because he knows that's the race right there on the line. It was really similar to the block Larson had on him at Auto Club, but I think Larson's block was really dumb. I think that was like a spotter miscommunication too because he just flat out fenced Elliot. I think even Corey LaJoy was fine with the block. I'm sure he would have done the same thing. Just Elliot had the block and if you wanted to win the race, you can't let Corey take that run. As for the overall race, I think the 400 miles is definitely better, and I think we should do a 400-mile race just once a year at this track. Uh, it just, I, Elliot went out and won all the stages, so I'm not saying that it's luck. I'm not saying that it takes luck to win. I'm saying that there's, you can, there's way more bad luck then there is good luck so yeah you have to go out and race really good to win but you could also have that all taken away from you at any time so now that we got six super speedways i personally think that's too many i mean i don't i like watching it the racing was insane like up front just the passing hard racing all the time but i don't think we need six of these so i think it'd be cool if we put it on fourth of july like the firecracker fourth the uh, firecracker 400 and made it a night race too because i think it would kind of make it a crown jewel which would be cool but i don't think that'll happen it's atlanta it's gonna have two dates for years to come i just hope they don't put it in the playoffs because that would just be another wild card in there surprising to me is we actually had more cautions than we did in the 500 mile out race in um in march but i think that's just a product of how hot and slick the track was a lot more cars getting loose not as many tire blowouts like we saw in march but a few i think bowman and bell where in march we had like reddick stenhouse i think chastain and a few other guys so they're getting the tire pressures better and they're starting to figure it out all right moving on to first offense feedback you can Submit your feedback either at anchor.fm slash first of friends or you can just go on my Instagram on Sundays, which is first of friends, and go on my story and just type one in, whatever you want to say about the race. And I'll talk about it here, so let's go. Alright, so the first race take is coming from KB NASCAR fan 18, and he says Chastain is like the new Joey Logano. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't even know if Logano was this hated, but. If Chastain, once Chastain takes like an Elliot out, oh, he already did at Gateway, and I'm sure that turned a ton of people against him, but if he takes out like Elliot again, worse than he did at Gateway, then he, everyone in the sport's gonna hate him. I mean, Denny doesn't have a lot of fans, so <laughs> people are probably like happy when Chastain does that stuff to Denny, but other than that, he took out Truex. He made Eric Elmerola mad, Kyle Busch a few times, and other drivers. So yeah, I would say he's the new Joey Logano. Then the next one is from Jose underscore Pedro underscore 4838. And he said, Chase Elliott dominated the race. Yeah, I would say so. He won both stages, and you could tell when he got out front, you really, people passed him, but he just 
he was able to maintain the lead and just control the lines better than anyone else. So I knew he was definitely the guy to beat by the time we got to the end of it. And if he got out front, he would be really hard to pass. And yeah, that was definitely the case. I don't think Chastain had a shot with all that damage. And for some reason, Blaney just didn't have the speed to really get up there and lead like I thought he would either. And the Toyotas handled good. They could drive to the front but Elliot was the only one who could just stay up there and just not let anybody get past them. My little brother says Chase Elliott equals the GOAT. Um, maybe the GOAT of Atlanta Speedway because he's got like four stage wins now including his win so three stage wins and a win. So yeah I would say he's the best driver at this new configuration but that's what you mean. True. Alright then this one's from 732 Diecast. He says, All 36 drivers in the field make that block, and it wasn't even a bad block. He actually put dropped a few takes, so starting off with the first one, I would say, yeah, everyone in the field is definitely making that block. If you don't make that block, either they're going to make the block and they're going to make it earlier and just the contact's not going to be there, or they're going to make the block and do what Elliot did and kind of reckless joy but or they're not going to make the block and just lose the race so you can either be first or fence or just you might as well just pull into the pits and go home and just take a 30th finish because if you're not going to try to make that block if you're going to let them go by then I think you're crazy I mean you can't let someone take a run that big and let them go by and then try to pass them with a few turns left it's just putting the race out of your control so yeah i agree and he says lejoy ran into the nine's rear bumper and lost it everyone's losing their mind over nothing um i think i don't really think he ran into his bumper i think it was close and when ellie moved over yeah he kind he was basically like at the corner at elliot's right rear quarter panel and once you get connected like that obviously it's over and the momentum from Elliot just pushed him in I yeah I think people I didn't really see I saw a few people saying it was dirty or whatever but I I don't think you can get mad at that we see that all the time at super speedways like people will just run anybody over on the last lap of a super speedway the last one I gotta replace some of the words so you can guess what he said but I'll, I'm replacing them so it's not an explicitive podcast or whatever Alright, so he says, also, the Chase Elliott hate fan club is more annoying than his fan club fan. So, he's basically saying, like, the cult of people that hate Elliott are more annoying than the insane cult of people that love him. Which is, I mean, I kind of agree with it. Because, like, you gotta, like, respect him for... Even though he has that many fans and his last name's Elliot, you gotta respect that he's going up and winning races the way that he is. And he's not, he's running good. He's in the best equipment, but he's winning races. He's got three wins. Larson only has one. So I don't think you can really hate him that much. I mean, I get being annoyed that he has this many fans and everything, but I think like a lot of them are probably like Kyle Busch fans and non Hendrick fans. So. I don't think you can like do this when Kyle Busch always gets no matter what he does he can't win so it's kind of doing the same thing like 
you're gonna decide your opinions based off of how many fans Elliot has and not if it was just a cleaner dirty move like it happens the same thing with Kyle Busch and other drivers they'll just no matter what they do they can't win so you can do it all you want but if your favorite driver is Kyle Busch or Chastain or Hamlin you can't get mad at other people when they knock that driver for every single move they make Right now I got one more race pick, or sorry, race take here, and that one is from Keith Meaton, and he says, Denny Hamlin should be calling Chastain a hack. Some call it over-aggressive driving, but I just think Chastain secretly has anger issue and just hides it really good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after Gateway, I kind of thought this too, because he just drives up completely dumps Hamlin and then he's just like yeah I mean I just made a mistake it's like I think secretly he's just going nuts in the car and just wrecking people and then just it's like a light switch and he just goes back to acting normal and everyone thinks he's just aggressive but really he's just a maniac and then now he's still got first offense move of the race and also no go so first offense move of the race definitely going to chase Elliott Last week he was on the other end of it with Reddick passing him, but this week he kind of put his car on the line and he wrecked someone. So it was definitely a first offense move, that big block he had on Corey LeJoy, because if he doesn't make that move, then he's going to end up in the middle. Chastain's going to dive to the bottom or push LeJoy into the lead. So that was definitely the first offense race winning move, and I don't think you can give it to anybody else. And then we got all show no go. Not really sure who to give it to this week because a lot of cars were involved in wrecks. I think it's got to go to Denny Hamlin. I mean, he had one of the best looking cars I've seen in a while. That Coke car looked really cool. I know a ton of people loved it too. So I think he's just got to get all show no go. He got taken out by Chastain that in the end, and he had speed. He drove to the front in the beginning but then he kind of just fell off and I think he just could not get up there and just run with Elliot and some of the other really fast cars so that's all show no go I think that's pretty much going to be it for the race so next week we go to New Hampshire it's going to be a mile track I think a lot of drivers compare this to Phoenix but I think it's kind of like a gateway style track you could even call it it's a little bit smaller um trying to think which one's more banked i think gateway is probably a little more banked so and i felt like there was more grooves at gateway so i don't know if new hampshire will race very good just because it's flat and a lot of times the bottom is just way more preferred let me actually check right now the difference in the banking so if we go over to gateway in the nascar app I can check it's a 1.25 mile so it's a quarter of a mile bigger and oh, I can't see the banking on here I'll have to look it up real quick so the banking at gateway turns one and two has 11 degrees and turns three and four has nine degrees but yeah New Hampshire is really flat it has variable banking at two and seven degrees so it's at its steepest points it's not even close to gateway at its most gradual points of the track so new martinsville was not a good race at all and that's a really flat track um road america has a lot of flat 
well all the turns are flat non-banked and narrow so i don't expect much out of this race i think track position is going to be everything i mean i hope i'm wrong i hope it races really good maybe it'll have two grooves and drivers can run the top a little bit higher but that groove is really small for how wide the track really is which is obviously how all tracks like this are where like guys will run a little higher maybe their car will perform a little bit better but passing wise there won't be much because it's just each pass is going to be harder than it would if it was banked comes to people that are good here i really have no idea who's going to be good here i don't i don't i just don't know because i want to say like joey logano because he was good at gateway but it's really there's not much similarities between the tracks he was good at the la coliseum which was really flat too but he didn't run good at martinsville and william byron and elliot dominated the martinsville race but then again is that just because they had track position the whole time that's what i'm wondering you know like if you qualify good are you just gonna have to stay up there i'm sure there will be a driver who kind of separates himself but i think we'll know a lot after qualifying like whoever has speed is probably just gonna run in the top 10 all day but the good thing about this track is it's a really good spot to pay drivers back because the corners um are pretty low speed corners so you get in there you get inside of a guy you can dump him out of the groove pretty easily makes for some good action but other than that i don't think it'll be too insane of a race i don't really have much to say about new hampshire one thing to mention though is that the track doesn't have light so if we get any rain delays or anything like that then we're gonna have to deal with that so be on the lookout for that but i think that's pretty much everything for the podcast um we i'm curious to see if we'll see an upset winner if you know, Elmerola can bring some speed or even Harvick. You know how good Harvick is here. So, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for tonight's episode. Let me know what you thought of the Atlanta race. You can DM me on Instagram or something and follow me on all my other socials at First Defense. Hope you guys like this episode, and I'll see you next Sunday after the New Hampshire race, which is actually the track that's closest to me, so maybe I'll go to it. I have no idea. Yeah, it's still like four hours away, so alright, see you later. Hope you guys have a good week.